You can't. 
Y'all good? Yeah, are y'all good? No, not for real. Are y'all good? I got a guest here, a Purple Heart veteran, not purple like Prince, Purple Rain, but a Purple Heart veteran. <laughs> Happy Veterans Day. We are going to have a great time today. Yeah. Auto DJ. Okay. So we still having some technical difficulties because you know why? I don't know what I'm doing. Uh-huh. There we go. Because I don't know what I'm doing, but that's okay. I was like, what in the world? I sound like a rapper, but that wasn't me. That was somebody else. But anyway, look, uh, welcome to the Race Rail Show. As I said, today's topic is how do you forgive yourself and others? Oh, my goodness. Like, we're about to just have a, a, a blast. We're about to have a blast. But look, before we do that right there, because I know I didn't broke somebody's heart. My man Richard, he didn't broke somebody's heart. It broke somebody's heart. So this is what we're going to do today. We are going to play a song for you. And just in case we didn't hurt your feelings, we sorry. Here we go. Here we go.
Antonio being at Uptown Security and, and the medic and everything else, but I want to introduce my man Richard Murray. How you doing, Richard? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm glad to be here. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you being here. Now, for those who don't know, and I'm gonna let kind of Richard just tell you some stuff about himself. But we have a caller who could not wait <laughs> to call in and just just talk to my man Richard because you know he's such an awesome dude. You know he's a Purple Heart. Today's Veterans Day. Uh, Carla, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, let me, let me make sure we can hear you. Okay, tell me your name and just whatever you want to talk about about my man Rich, because we want to honor this brother today. So, Saul Murray is <laughs> yeah. probably one of the best NCOs that I ever served with, hands down. And um, I met him when I was a private in the Army. I got stationed at Fort Riley where he was at. Uh, we were medics. We were roughneck medics together. We went to Korea together, went to Iraq together, went to, to uh, JRTC down in Louisiana together. We went to freaking Fort Irwin together. I went everywhere with this guy. Wow. I considered him a mentor. And I don't know if you know this, but you got a really, really good man in that studio right there. He's probably one of the best soldiers I've ever served with. He uh, had honor when um, it wasn't a common thing amongst our battalion, and he had a good head on his shoulders, and he was always somebody that I could look up to as an example of what a soldier should be. And I just wanted to uh, wish him a very happy Veterans Day. He deserves it more than anyone else. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you, Jerry. Hold on. This is, this, this is wow. Huh? I, 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 I. <laughs> Your first time on the Race Row show. We've ever done the applause, buddy. <laughs> hey, brother, tell me your name, please, sir. Um, I'm, you can call me James. James. James, I want to tell you yep. something, man. Thank you for calling in. Thank you, Jay. Um, this is a good dude. I, I've been knowing him for a few years. Most people think we're brothers because he thinks he looks <laughs> like me. Uh, I think I look better, but he was here first, so he's not going to say. But uh, I really appreciate you calling in, man. And um, 
uh, honoring not not just another veteran, but I want to tell you, thank you too for your service. Thank you, James, and happy Veterans Day to you. I too, appreciate brother. that for real, brother. Hey, thank you, you guys. Hey, and uh, fear God, Sergeant Murray. Dread not. Amen. Amen. Take it easy, guys. <laughs> All right, thank you, brother. Okay, so today we got Sergeant wow. Murray, a Purple Heart veteran. Uh, a brother that I've been knowing for a few years. Met him in San Antonio. He's a diehard Eagles fan like me. Yes, fly Eagles fly. Last night we was at places. We went from place to place just making people mad. Just our presence alone. Walking in, Paul, we walked in and they saw our Eagles and they were like, really? <laughs> really, y'all? Especially after the Eagles, I mean, after the Cowboys lost. Oh, yeah. oh I love it. I, I love it. You when, they, when they lost two on that last play, I was like, I know you're getting a kick out of it somewhere. Oh, man, I was having a good time. Now, 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 Richard, <laughs> this is what we want to talk about today. Yes. Today's topic is something that's near and dear to my heart mm-hmm. is why is it so hard to forgive yourself? Now, we're going to talk about others later on, mm-hmm. but I think that we have to do, do the work within ourselves first before we can, you know, transfer it to somebody else. Why is it so difficult to just forgive us for the things that we've done in life? Well, for me, I try to hold myself at a certain standard. And if I fall short of that standard, I, I'm my worst critic. I was like, I know I should have did it this way, but I try to take the easy route. And the easy route is not always the best route. Because mm-hmm. it's like I tell my kids, you do it the easy way, you have to do it again and again and again. Yes. yes. And then once you fail, you kind of get down on yourself like, I could have did better than that. Just yeah. like taking a test. So, so when you say fail, and Paul, help me out with this. Because... You know, we look at it, especially as men, mm-hmm. it's Veterans Day, right? Yes. That's great female veterans, too. Shout out to all our female yes. veterans yes. that... My battle sisters. Say, man, because there's some women that left their kids behind to serve their country. Yes. You know what I mean? I mean, we don't take that lightly. I mean, we, as men, we took it, you know, we we left our kids behind also. But let's be real, it's a little difficult, even more difficult for mm-hmm. a woman because she actually nursed that child. Yes. Right. So, So my question to you all is why is it so difficult... When we know that's part of being a human being, Paul, why is it so difficult to just forgive yourself? That's that's a great question, and this is you betting a thousand with, with your with your topic matter um, two weeks in a row. Um, that's God, brother. <laughs> and to hit, give him all the glory. I, that's a great question, and and now I have to start looking inward because it is easier for me to forgive somebody else. For something far more egregious than some little menial task I forgot to do, but I, that could get me down for a week, mm-hmm. letting people down. That's one thing that I really have problems forgiving myself for, especially, you know, and that has all kind of tangled webs yes. in it as well. But yes. that's one of the ones that I would rather somebody let me down than me let them down. Yes. Yes. And that's, that's probably not healthy. <laughs> Man, you know, oh, oh, I'm sorry, y'all. I forgot, I introduced everybody else, but I did not introduce Sister Mayola Jenkins the third. Uh-oh. Uh, baby, you sure did. Mm-hmm. You in trouble? Um, wait, what's your problem? You got a guest in here. It's three good looking black men in here. All of them bald here, too. Uh huh. Y'all got that propitious stuff. Is that what it is? All y'all just bald-headed. I call it aerodynamically correct, mother. Uh, Are you being smart? (laughs) (laughs) Uh -uh, You don't know who you're talking to. I'm Uh, I'm sorry. Don't make me put you over my knee. I actually might like that, though, because, you know, I ain't always been saved. Uh, <laughs> oh, Paul, 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 didn't I tell you? I, I, I heard him. I heard him. I don't know why you. Okay, let me just say this right here to you, because maybe I don't understand. Forgiveness is of God. Yes, it is. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> it's of God. Da, da, da. You got to put the ta-ta at the end of it because that's when you really know you know Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you know the Lord, you put a ta-ta. Yeah, that was, that was uh-huh. It was it was. I spit on the mic. I feel sorry for you coming up there. Uh-huh. But you gotta forgive, baby. You gotta forgive yourself, cause you all make mistakes. I'm gonna tell y'all something. I was I was sitting over there and I was debating. I was debating. Huh? Yes, I was debating. Wait, why are you looking at me like that? Yeah, bacon. I was debating to myself. Okay, okay debating. Uh-huh. <laughs> what I said to myself was self, and myself say, huh? Sister Melo, we this the show has to go on. Uh, shut up. Shut up. You asked me to come. You always waking me up in front of my I got things to do, but I just gotta give you the Lord to today. Uh-huh. Back in the day I was fast. Mm-hmm. No, 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 not fast like that. I was hot. Oh. I, you got a purple heart, but I used to have purple hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you having purple hair in the fifties and sixties. I was out there, baby. I slept with a few people because I was fine, but I was dealing with some stuff on my own. My mama said I wasn't cute, uh-huh, but her boyfriends all thought I was. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sister Mayola, can we move forward? Shut up. <laughs> I love Sister Mayola. Uh, okay, I like you too, pal. Uh-huh. What right. I'm trying to get y'all to understand is, baby, we all make mistakes. Yes, ma'am. It's part of being humans. Uh-huh. It's part of being humans. Yeah, it's more than one. Yes. Because sometimes you, you lose and other times you love the Lord. That's more than one person. Mm-hmm. You're thinking about it, ain't you? Yeah. You didn't know I was deep. I don't, you don't get to be 72 years old without being deep, baby. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so, all right. Uh, <laughs> we need to move forward. Because <laughs> we got other things to talk about. <laughs> I, yeah, she's off the chain. So, so me being me, trying to understand some stuff, um, I looked up some stuff and I looked up different articles and different things and I, and I felt like we just need to educate the audience just for a little bit. Remember that it's okay to feel guilty. When we learn to experience guilty feelings as a way of receiving information, we are already healing from our mistakes. The emotion of guilt lets us know that our actions or behaviors conflict with our values and beliefs. It also, watch this, mm-hmm. helps us to repair the damage that might remain from our wrongdoings or incidents. What y'all think about that? Do you think you learn from your mistakes or it's just a normal thing? You have to learn from it or she's just going to keep have, keep doing them over and over again. I mean, how many times you going to hit your head going through a door before you realize, oh, it's time to duck? Yes. Yes. Sometimes you got to duck. You got to duck. Yeah. Um, but do you ever see... People who seem like they're doing the same thing week after week, mm-hmm. making the same mistakes. Do, do you think they're learning or they just don't care? Paul, what you think? I think that, that there is a there is a, a small contingent of people that um, it's just their process of increasing their faith and getting it right. Yeah. I think that there's something to be said for someone who continues to make the same mistake, but they're feeling because once your heart changes, then your your behavior can change. If I don't have, if I don't wow. care about it, and I just keep making the mistake, and I know it's a mistake over and mm-hmm. over and over again, that's one thing. But when it starts to convict me, when I start to feel bad, when I start to be like, get that little twinge in my my spirit right before mm-hmm. I go into said action, and then afterwards I feel even worse. That's I think that person is still worth saving as far as ultimately being able to heal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, here, here's something that that I looked up and I thought was pretty interesting. Mistakes help us evolve into better people. See, we hate we hate making mistakes. Right. Mm-hmm. 
and I, I get that. That's part of the process. But it helps us really to learn from them. As a kid, when we touched that stove, it was hot. <laughs> now, they told us it was hot. Right. They told us to stay away from it. But we, us being curious, right. we just had to do it. Yeah. But we learned from that mistake. But it seems like some mistakes we don't forgive ourselves for. Like we walk around with a whole bunch of guilt inside of us instead of saying, hey, that's part of the process. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, what can we do, Rich? What do you think? I mean, you've been, you've been a, a veteran. And, and I know 22 years, am I right? Yes, sir. In, in what? The Army. Okay. So 22 years in the Army, as a, as a young private, mm-hmm. as a young soldier, were there mistakes that you made that helped you down the road as you grew? Yes, let's let's take this basic riflemanship where you have to learn how to shoot targets from 50, 150, 200, 250, and 300 meters. Mm-hmm. There's certain ways you have to look at things, certain things you have to look at life in order to hit that target. Sometimes you have to overshoot that, overaim that target in order to hit it. He says, well, it's something like Donnie Simpson used to say, if you aim for the, uh, the moon, you'll always be among the stars. Yeah. It's the same thing in life. I wanted to aim that target uh, graduating high school. So I was thinking about college. Uh, Boom, graduated high school, went on to, to, to start taking college classes. Mm-hmm. You always have to aim a little bit further than what you want in order to find out where you were trying to get to. And in between that time from the goal to where you're at, you're going to make mistakes, but you're going to learn how to adjust from the mistakes. Okay. Now, now I, I think that's a great point because mm-hmm. uh, it's part of the process. Like you, you, Everyone wants wisdom. Yes. But wisdom comes from experience. And time. And experience and time. And experience. First of all, why he cut you off? When, when I cut you off, you get attitude. Uh-huh. I used to feed you, and you don't let this bald head sucker just cut you off like. Well, he's my guest. Like you're not really my guest. You need to ride here anyway. <laughs> oh, you gonna tell all my business? Okay, okay. I'm gonna tell you about how you wet the bed last night. Oh. Uh-huh. With just with your moist self. <laughs> <laughs> but here, here's here's the thing. All right, watch this right here, and I, and I need our viewers and I need our listeners to 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 get this. Now, feel free also to call in at two one four four three one five zero six one. If you're watching uh, on Facebook, it's fine, and we appreciate that. But also go to fbrn.us.us, and you can call in and you can listen to the show live. But here's something I want you to, to to just really think about for a minute. You have to identify the hurt. See, a lot of times we lie to ourselves. Quit lying to yourself. Mm-hmm. If you know you got a bad attitude, you're not going to fix it if you say, well, they just have to accept me as I am. You know, that's something I hear a lot. You know, people are, hey, I'm, I'm a strong person. Are you really? Are you really? Are you just lying to yourself? Like, has it hurt you? Like, I know I got issues. I got more problems than algebra book. But the thing, <laughs> yes, you do. I've been wanting to tell you about your problems. Shut up. Anyway, what I'm trying to get you, I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean it. Yeah, I was about to get my switch. <laughs> but the thing about it, we have to identify the hurt. We have to understand that it's real. And watch this part right here. Here's the hard part. We have to own our mistakes. Yes. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Now, now. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right, why is that? Why, Paul? Help me out. Why did that? Why did that hit you that way? Because uh, um, there's. I mean, I can only think of back of just a couple of, of instances in my life to where my actions and or lack thereof caused harm to someone else that I love. Mm-hmm. They put them in a bad way. And put, and even to this day that 
all has been amends. That was years ago. Yes. I'm back doing fine now. They're back doing fine now. They're still. It could be something he someone says just mm-hmm. like then. It just took me back to that place. Yes. And I feel I feel inadequate all over again. Like wow, that was really bad. That was. I'm not the same person anymore. I grew from it. I learned mm-hmm. from it. Yes. But. Once again, maybe it's time for me to be in here because obviously I hadn't let it go. It hit me hard. That just hit me hard. Richard, and I want to go apologize all over again. Okay, we're going to actually talk about that. That's, no, no, no. That's important. I really think that's important in doing the work because not only does it help that person, it helps you heal also. Yes. What about you, Richard? Why Why was that such a, a big thing to you? It's a big thing to me speaking from being just a, being a man in general. Sometimes we as men like, I ain't wrong. They're just going to have to realize that they're going to have to adjust to me like you said. But when you realize you hurt somebody, somebody close to you, and I'm thinking of a person right here in my head, my right head right now, that I had to realize that my mistakes and hurt to that person affected that person's physical health. Wow. So I had to go back, go back in my prayer closet, look at that person in the mirror and say, you know what? Dude, you messed up. Right. And until you fess up that you messed up, Ain't nothing right going, nothing's going to be right for you. It's not. Thank it's you. not. You, like, it hit us both with different scenarios. Yes. But equally. It like, yeah. like, it, it hit me for, that was a fresh wound. You just, mm, yes. Wow. And then when I went back to that person and actually humbled myself and apologized, they were like, you know what? I've been waiting years for you to say, I'm sorry. Wow. And once I said, I'm sorry, the weight gets lifted off your shoulders. Hold on, hold on. And not to cut you off. Yes, sir. You're saying, they said, we've been waiting on you to, Apologize. Yes. Wow. Now, now, that's the social worker in me. Yes. How did that make you feel? Deep down inside, I knew I hurt them, but I just wasn't going to humble myself to let them know that I hurt them. Wow. But to see how their life was going, how it was physically bothering them, and how nothing in my life was going on the path that I wanted, you know, sometimes God will come down and tap you on the head like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna tap you hard, but you you hear you feel me tapping. Mm-hmm. And just come out and say I was wrong. I was not the right person. I didn't handle it as an adult, as a man. Right. And I'm sorry. And I hope that you you can can forgive me. You know what? Let's 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 go and do a break real fast. There's a song that when I first saw the video, it it almost made me cry. It it almost uh, it almost made me just break down in tears. Let's listen to Tyrese. Let's listen to see what the brother has to say about the situation. If I can do it. I need your forgiveness and your mercy too. Must be all kind of crazy For what I've done to you I hope you understand That my heart is true Mistakes I made them But I'm making change for you Have I learned is your question and my answer I have But if you're expecting perfection Then we're not gonna last This is not an excuse I'm just telling the truth Baby, I'm so sorry 
Come on in here. Got some hot chocolate on the stove waiting for you. Listen, first things first. Let me hang up that coat. Yeah. How's the day today? Did you miss me? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I missed you too. I missed you so much I followed you today. That's right. Now close your mouth because you cold busted. That's right. Now sit down here. Sit down here. So upset with you don't know what to do. And my first impulse was to run up on you and do a Rambo. We're about to jam and flat blast both of you. I ain't want to mess up this $3,700 Lynx coat. So instead, I chill. Chill. Then I went to the bank. Took out every dime. And then I went and canceled all those credit cards. Yeah. All your charge counts. Yeah. I stuck you up every piece of jewelry I ever bought you. Yeah. That's right. Everything. Everything. Get fly with me. Nah, don't go, don't go, don't go looking in that closet. Cause you ain't got nothing in there. Everything you came here with is packed up and waiting for you in the guest room. Right. What was you thinking about? Huh? What are you trying to prove? Huh? This was the juice. You know, I gave you silk suits, Gucci handbags, blue diamonds. I gave you things you couldn't even pronounce. Now I can't give you nothing but advice. But you still young. That's right, you still young. I hope you learn a valuable lesson from all this. You know? I'm gonna find somebody like me one of these days. Until then, you know what you gotta do? You gotta get on out of here with that Alicat coat wearing hush puppy shoe wearing crumb cake I saw you with. Cause you dismissed. That's right. Silly rabbit tricks are made for kids. Did you know that? You without me like cornflake without the milk. It's my world. You're just a squirrel trying to get a nut. Now get on out of here. They must have fell and bumped their head. Welcome, welcome back to the Race the Rail Show. We are having a good time. We're dealing with some tough issues. Yes, sir. But we're having fun. Yes. We're having fun. We're having Correct. fun. Uh, got a special guest here with us, uh, Sergeant. I don't want to never call you that, but you know, uh, Richard <laughs> Murray. We got my man Paul here. Paul, just for a second, please shout out your radio show that you have. Yeah, you can catch me every Wednesday and Friday in the Green Bowl on the Extra Point, talking all things football. Yup, Cowboys. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> so you don't like the Cowboys either? They will They will catch heat on Wednesday morning. Make sure y'all stick around. For oh, them. my God. Hey, what stream is it in? It's the green stream. The green stream. Okay. Yes. All right. So we're continuing with the topic. How do we forgive ourselves? Like, how do you forgive yourselves? One of the things that uh, I, I saw it and I thought about it, I said, do I mention it? But I thought it was interesting. It says you can't rush your feelings. True. That's that 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 was kind of weird because I was like, well, what do you mean? I want to get better, but it's a process. You can't rush your feelings. You know, I my my I heard a preacher say, I ain't gonna say his name in case people get mad at him, but <laughs> I'll take the heat for it. He said, never in the Bible do you see Jesus uh, asking for forgiveness for other people, and we're gonna deal with that more the second hour. But he says, Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. Mm-hmm. But he never said, I forgive them. And I was like, yo, theologically, that's deep. That's deep. But it, it, what he said was, it's a process. So I think even with ourselves, we have to understand, it's not only a process of forgiving others, which we're going to talk about in the second segment, but it's also a process of us forgiving ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because yes. we have all these different standards. Now, here's something I thought 
that I, that I saw on the uh, little page or whatever, and it was pretty interesting. It says, write yourself an apology letter. Oh. Yes. I, 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 okay. Y'all didn't see this. For those of you not watching live on Facebook, the men's faces in here changed. Yes. yes. See, here's the thing about this. We lie to ourselves so much, and we believe our own press that we forget. I mean, we literally forget that we're still human. We have allowed people to tell us machismo, we've got to be strong and all that stuff, but we're still human. We still have tear ducts. We still get sad. And sometimes, as that song earlier, Shane was saying, say, bruh, sometimes, sometimes we have to forgive ourselves. So would it be hard for you, Paul, to write yourself a, an apology letter to yourself? Yes, it would. Just you saying that frightened me. Why is that, sir? I got to keep digging to, to I mean, I, whatever it is, is buried so deep behind the, the machismo, <coughs> behind the you a man, suck it up, mm. behind the regardless, you see other people be uh, like the, the the people who came before me, my grandfather, I never heard him get to sit down and talk about his feelings or, or he gets <laughs> so, tired. My wow. dad, he never, he, he never had to be great, great grandfather. All you hear about was how strong they were. Mm-hmm. Yes. That there was 15 kids in the house. He had five jobs mm-hmm. and still led the choir. You know, when you start coming from that type of lineage where of, of strong men, of strong, and that's not even to count the strong women. Yes. In yes. the family who just do and do and do and don't ever sit down and say, Lord, I'm tired. Or they don't do it in front wow. of their children. No. You always say, Lord, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, no, no. I mean, that, that was very deep because we get tired too. And, 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 and we want everyone, the ladies, the, 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 the men, whoever's listening, we all get tired. We all have times where we just, as, as old people used to say, sorry, to sing it. Yes, that's right. That's right. Watch yourself. Watch yourself. Time about senior citizens. But we all get tired. Richard. Yes. Why would that be difficult to write yourself an apology? Because it, for me, would have to sit down and think that you knew you were doing wrong. And when you started writing this letter, you knew exactly where to start this letter at. You know exactly wow. where it started from. Wow. So you're like, ah. Oh. But do you really? Because can, can, mm-hmm. I, can I say this? Because yes, I sir. thought about that, right? And I was like, where would I begin? Would I be? Would I? Would I re- forgive myself as a little boy for not liking my attitude or not liking how I look because people say I look this way or I look that way? Could I forgive myself for not making the football team where everyone else did or, or making the the basketball team? I was good at track but i wasn't that good and bad could i forgive myself for not having the skills that everyone else was looking for now watch this to our viewers Mm -hmm. to our listeners could you forgive yourself for not being skinny could you forgive yourself for not having long straight pretty hair so therefore you have to wear huh the different yeah can you forgive yourself for being too dark when society says too dark is not good but light is right 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 yeah, could you forgive turn, yourself for not having turn. a big old booty or a, a big chest? Or as a man, could you forgive yourself for not being six foot, six foot seven? You know, sometimes I think we have to really just go back. Now, the question is, where would you begin that paragraph? Because you know what's going to happen? When you begin to do that, you have to really tell the truth. Yes. Because mm-hmm. you okay. can't, can't lie to yourself because yourself was there when you did it. Right. Can you lie to yourself? 
It, yeah. uh, you can, but yeah. if you write that letter, all those lies come out on that piece of paper. Wow. If you can read it, because my, my ink would be salt stained. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, okay, okay, but, but I think that's an interesting exercise that I would ask my, you know, the listeners and the viewers to try to forgive yourself. It's mm-hmm. a great exercise. To forgive yourself for that outburst you had, because as we talked about last week, I was dealing with a mental illness. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had anxiety disorder and PTSD because I saw my mother get beat up or I saw my dad go go to jail with because of police or I saw the police punk my daddy in front of the whole family mm-hmm. but he was trying to survive. Can I forgive myself for not loving my daddy or loving my mom or can I forgive myself for not being a perfect father? Can you forgive yourself for not being a perfect mother? Could you forgive yourself for for not having what the world says that we need? I think I think it'll be very difficult to write this letter, but I think it's necessary for a lot of us. In order to grow, yes. Mm-hmm. Now, why why did you say that? In order to grow, um, I'll take the aspect that I hurt somebody's feelings. I knew it hurt their feelings and didn't care about it. Okay. But we all know Karma's three sixty. She don't lose nobody's address, uh, phone numbers, or anything. Yes. We know it's gonna come back. So I have to to learn to forgive myself because what I I was mean to that person, knowing when it comes back, I'm gonna be really into this person I'm uh, into, and that person's gonna be mean to me just the same way. Wow. Karma comes back. It comes back. And she has your address. She has your address. Facebook page, yeah. Gmail. Can I say this right here? Hotmail. Do, do you think, do, do you think that forgiving yourself will help you to embrace yourself? Mm-hmm. I think they go on hand in hand. They go hand in hand. I think yep. they go hand in hand. Help me out with that, Paul, please. Um, I, like when, when you were talking about some of the things, could you forgive yourself? You was listening off things mm-hmm. and, Sometimes I, my mind went to, can I forgive myself for taking that first sip of alcohol that led to a to ten years of out of controlness? Mm-hmm. Can I can I forgive myself for that first puff off the joint that turned into a, a, a to a coping mechanism through some of yes. my dark days? Yes, they probably just left me more in debt. It didn't change my situation. Wow, you know, but like when you said you got to, in order for me to, I mean. If once you can get past that part, yes. then you can start to embrace yourself, like for what it is. Like you said, you can't lie to yourself. You was there when you did it. Yep. And I can't, I can't pour enough skull or Paps Blue Ribbon over it. I can't, <laughs> you know, Paps. I can't smoke it away. So first of all, I want to say shout out to all, not just the listeners, but the people that are watching live on Facebook. Nika Cleaver uh, with the One Radio. Um, Jackie Nika. Thomas, my girl, my girl. Jackie is a, a sweetheart. Uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin Orr, I always mess up his last name. Ernestine Wells, Robert White, Tommy, well, this crazy self. He's a Packers fan, so we really don't talk to Tommy too much, but he's bigger than all of us, so we don't say anything too smart. He ain't got no neck. He, now, you said that, Richard. I live in Dallas now. You have I, to go I, back home. I'm I've not, said it to Tommy's face. I, I'm not messing with that. Um, I ain't you know, scared we, of Tommy when he ain't here. He said, he said he's not scared of Tommy when he ain't here. Okay, okay. Um, we have to right now take a, a pause for the calls, just just for a second. Uh, am I right? Am I right? Is it that time or yeah, not yet? You act, wow, you psychic. Oh, I'm good. I, I would just watch the thing right there. Right up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, y'all crazy. You literally talked it right up. Yeah, we can take us a quick break. Okay. We're going to take a quick break and we go... Uh, Right there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
We're going to take a quick break. Hey, this is Rhonda uh, Tyler, broker of Key Dimensions Realty, inviting you to listen to my show, Real Talk with Rhonda, every Monday, 5 to 7 p.m. Central Time. Be sure to mark your calendar so you won't miss this opportunity to discuss real estate on all levels with myself and other industry experts. We'll cover topics pertaining to residential and commercial real estate. Thanks in advance for tuning in, and I look forward to having you in the Blue Stream. On FishbowlRadioNetwork.com. Jump in. Hey, 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 this is Stevie B with the Am I Worth the Time show. And look, I had a blast at the 2019 Sharky Award. And I'm looking forward to the 2020 Sharky Award. And I'm bringing home the gold. Hi, this is Amber of Four Words, Texas. And you're listening to Fishbowl Radio Network. <laughs> that was fast. <laughs> we had to pause for the calls, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Um, so what we was talking about uh, is is forgiving yourself, forgiving yourself. I, I think that's important that that we learn how to uh, forgive ourselves. I I, I need y'all to call in. I, I, I want to hear your voice. I want to hear your thoughts because your words are important. Also, your experiences are important. Two one four four three one. Five zero six two. Um, we, we're gonna we're gonna take a break, but it, it's something that was on my heart, something that that I needed the world to hear today. I know a lot of times we we listen to certain songs and it means nothing, but I think there are certain songs out there that just it, it's timeless and, and it means everything to us. Mm-hmm. So let let's listen to my man Marvin Gaye. <laughs>
dedicated to people like me. Those that struggle with insecurities, acceptance, and even self-esteem. You never felt good enough. You never felt pretty enough. But imagine God whispering in your ear, letting you know that everything that has happened is now. blessed us she has he has blessed us we are still dealing with the topic we're still dealing with the topic like i said we're going to deal with some difficult issues but we're going to have fun with it Mm -hmm. how do we forgive ourselves and others now this hour we want to deal with how do we forgive others and we have a great person on the phone uh ernestine wells she i I promise y'all there are times on facebook i'm discouraged and i'm going through stuff but i'm still trying to encourage people even in the midst and she'll come on and just say something nice uh, Ernestine, how you doing, girl? I'm good. You good, baby? Is, I'm good. Do you find it difficult to forgive yourself or others? I do at times. I'm getting better at quickly forgiving. At one time, it was hard, but now it's getting easier. And how I had to do that was I had to move from where I was living at. I'm originally from Augusta. I moved to Savannah, away from everybody. Wow. Um, I was a single parent, and for years I dealt with what did I do wrong in raising my son. So eventually, I guess he got with the wannabe gangs or whatever, and eventually I told him, look, I did the best I could do. Yes. with what I had. There was times I was working three jobs. I almost killed myself um, driving home one morning. And um, finally I had to tell him, listen, the law told me I had to take care of you until you was 18. I said, you're above 18 now. Yeah. Anything I didn't do, yeah. I apologize for what I did wrong, but you're a grown man now. Wow. You know what? First of all, thank you so much for just for being so transparent. Thank because you. the thing about it is, you never know who needs to hear that. Yes. And a lot of times, Ernestine, we think that we are going through things by ourselves, but truth of the matter is, we're all going through something. Mm-hmm. You know? And and as far as that son, maybe he don't know yet. He don't know how much mama love him. He, he don't know how much you sacrifice for him and everything. And I'm going to say this, it does hurt. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to do for your children and they just don't get it. But I want to tell you, thank you. Thank you. 
for thank doing the for best that you could do. So thank you. Thank you so much, sister. You see, I see these women, you know, because Shanique will go get her child some $200 shoes, and Steen ain't going to get it for Cameron. Because Cameron and I can go to Walmart and get you two pair of shoes, maybe several pairs throughout the year, versus buying you one pair a year that may last two, three months. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it. Everything that I buy you, uh, that thread got a name on it. It don't say blank. It don't say none. It says something. Uh, baby, hold on. Now that. Hold on. Uh, Miss Ernestine, how you doing? Uh, I'm fine. Ernestine, okay, I just wanted to talk to you, baby, because we come from a different school. Uh-huh. We don't come from the same school as these young folks. Uh-huh. They want the jump man and the Jordan and, and, and the Louis. What's his name? Louis the Fifth. Oh, that's the drink. That's what I drink sometimes. I'm sorry. I'm talking about the, the purses, you know. They want all these special things. Now, I ain't going to lie. I still wear white diamond. Uh-huh. White diamond perfume, it just makes me smell good. Uh-huh. You want to feel sexy when you're peeing on yourself. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I want to tell you, baby, if, don't, if they don't appreciate you, girl, don't worry about it. You keep doing it. Why are you laughing? I'm giving you some good effort. Uh-huh. Ernestine, you still there? Where you going? Yes. Why you laughing? First of all, I know I know we somewhere around the same age because uh well now we now you're a little younger than me, but your name is Ernestine. Ah, uh-huh. see if your name was Tamika or Boquisha or one of them, I see somebody A B C E F G. That was their name. A B A B C D. Like they didn't ever want to forget, and then they kept spelling the name wrong. I said, baby, do you know that for me? Ernestine, you keep doing what you're doing, baby, okay? Thank you so okay, much. Okay, y'all keep doing what y'all doing. God bless you. And as we say in church, God keep you, okay, as I pray. Thank you again for calling in, baby. Girl, thank you, girl. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Bye. Have a good one. Wow, that was, that was awesome. That was awesome. Thank you, Ernestine, for calling thank in. We really you. appreciate that. Um, and, and thank you for everybody that's watching on Facebook. My boy Travis, my 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 little big head brother, he get mad when I say that, but his head really is big. It's almost like a rock waller. So, no, for real, it's like a rock waller. Like he's a good guard dog, but that's my dude. So he go give me when he see me. But <laughs> and Bertha, shout out to Uptown seventy eight on on, on Uptown. Uptown, that's some free publicity. So I should be good for something when I walk in there. I just want to put that out there. Um, this time, y'all, I, I want to just deal with it just for a quick second, right? Forgiving others. Now, as we talk about forgiving others, that becomes more difficult because now your control is gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Richard, why do you keep looking like that? Because um, I can get, forgive somebody else and move on, but if the person doesn't know that they're hurting you, you have to forgive them daily. That can be tough. You say you have to forgive them daily. Daily, because they don't know that they're hurting you. So are they hurting you daily or are you forgiving them daily? You, both. Wow. Do you, do you think that we hang around people too long giving them passes? Yes. You know what I mean? I, I do. And the older I get, the more I'm starting to understand seasons. Oh, there you go. Wow. Seasons. Seasons. And by the grace of God, I've learned the gift of goodbye. <laughs> wow. Did you hear what he said? Goodbye. See ya. The gift of goodbye. Not understanding and recognizing seasons sabotaged my 20s. The whole decade. 
The whole 10-year run was about me not understanding seasons and when, you know, setting up tents where, where houses where God meant for a tent to be, mm-hmm. you know, the, somebody that's coming to be a helpmate for a season, you're trying to turn them into to your rib. Just just all kind of just know, just understanding seasons. It doesn't make them bad. It doesn't make you bad. It was just that season is on. Our time together has expired. Our time together. What an eloquent way to say that. Yes. Our time together has expired. expired. You know what, y'all? We need to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> we, need, we need to take a break because it, it's somewhere I got to go, man. Man, y'all make sure y'all keep it locked. This is the Race Rail Show. Together like milk, we reach our expiration date. They fell and bumped their head. This has got to be the saddest day of my life. I called you here today for a bit of bad news. I won't be able to see you anymore. Because of my obligations and the ties that you have. We've been meeting here every day. And since this is our last day together, I want to hold you just one more time. When you turn and walk away, don't look back. I want to remember you just like this. Let's just kiss and say goodbye. I had to meet you here today. There's just so many things to say. Please don't stop me. Till I'm through This is something I hate to do We've been meeting here so long I guess what we done Do
to the Ray Sorrell Show. Thank you, Ernestine, for calling in. You really blessed us, girl. I promise you, you don't understand. We are sitting up here having church because you blessed us with that because I know I have children, and I know sometimes our kids don't really appreciate what we do, and they think you're mean and, you know, whatever. But, you know, you got to just do the best you can because at the end of the day, that's all we got. That's all we got. Now, we're still dealing with forgiving others. Now, I got to say this. I wanted to go here. I wanted to turn the corner a little bit. It's Veterans Day. Today we're talking about, you know, you know, we look at the veterans. We we honor them for what they've done in the past, right? If you're still in the military, you're not a veteran yet. I got to put that out there. I'm sick of people putting the kids on, you know, Facebook with the ROTC uniform. That ain't Veterans Day. <laughs> they, that was, they, they was an ROTC. They was trying to get credit. That's all it is. <laughs> Man, but that's just stupid. They should know better. Uh, sister, just, just chill out. Okay. But. Veterans Day, we look back, let me say it again, we look back to the sacrifices mm-hmm. that people have made. We look back to the things that people have been through. Can we forgive racist people for what they have done to us in the past? Okay, okay. Y'all blowing it to the mic. I, both of y'all look. No, I'm waiting. I'm, like, I'm looking for. Okay, you up? No, I, I mean, I mean. For he, here's the thing about it. before before you. It's very difficult to forgive people who benefit from your pain. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult to forgive people who still are benefiting from your pain just by their presence. It's not their fault, mm-hmm. but their ancestors made money to put them in great positions. We know everybody's not racist. But as a black man, and, and, and I can only speak for myself, sometimes it's difficult. And I have some people in my life, some, some white people, Caucasians, who are awesome, who yes. have blessed me. So we have to take them by the content, as Dr. King said, not by the color of their skin, but the content of their character. Yes. But it's still difficult sometimes. How do you deal with that, Richard? For me, I look at, I put racists in two categories. Those that are educated and those that are uneducated. The ones that are uneducated, oh, those are the ones I want to talk to because they're listening to what the room mill has said about me as a black man. That I'm, I'm lazy. I, I'm shiftless. I don't want to work. Yeah. I'm uneducated. I want to talk to you. I want to, I want to talk to you. Let's yeah. sit down and let me tell you the difference between what you think, uh, black man is what you think a black man should be, but what a black man is, and and is it is it unnecessary pressure? Because you're trying to forgive them, because it's hard to walk around with that weight. Yes. You know, my mom used mm-hmm. to always tell me, "Boy, you just look mad all the time." I'm like, "Mama, I'm a man." As a black woman, there's certain things she couldn't understand. It doesn't mean that she doesn't have her own issues and her own pains. Right. Lord knows that a black woman. Oh, shout out to our black women. Shout out to all women who are just trying to make it. Right. But as a black man in America, it's a different type of pain. But we have to learn to forgive others because the weight is heavy. Mm-hmm. Paul, help me out with this, brother. I'm from, I can only speak for like my peers, but there's a, a pressure amongst, amongst black people my age 
to where you might get bullied for being too forgiving. Wow. Outwardly, publicly. Mm-hmm. Remember the, uh, the 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 hug seen around the world right here in yes. Dallas not too yes. long ago with the Come trial on. and all? Come on. Yes. That kid took a beating. I mean a beating for forgiving that lady and giving her a hug. Mm. To where when the next time the situation arose with the young lady in Fort Worth, everybody was like hashtag no more hugs, hashtag. I mean, that may be her only way of of getting past this and moving on is to forgive and to find it in her heart to move forward that way. But she can't come out and say that now. The, her family can't come out and say that now. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we're in a climate now, yes. uh, you know, politically and racially, to where, where you almost have to go run in your closet and forgive opposite races and now, do now, it now, privately. Now, now, help me with that because we talk about forgiveness. You know, it's one thing for your family to hurt you, right? Yes. You know, you've loaned them money, they don't pay you back. They dog you all because you're trying to do better. Yes. You know, I've heard people tell me, oh, you talk white now. I'm like, what does that even mean? You know, I went and right. got a degree. I had to tell people on the radio I was black last week. Yeah, yeah. Cause I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like, what does that even mean? Why are we always apologizing? But we have to learn to forgive. Now, now, here's something that, that, I, that I saw that was pretty interesting. It says, we're often reluctant to let go of our anger because people, people get angry to achieve or regain control. So, in other words, I got angry with you because I wanted to control the situation. I didn't want you to control me. So, therefore, I out-talked you. You ever be talking to your woman? Black man. You ever <laughs> black man? You ever been talking to your lady and she gets louder? Because she wants you to know you ain't you ain't running nothing. I got this because Leroy used to run me over. You know what I mean? Like we gotta understand that sometimes it's bigger than us. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're trying to regain control. Now us as black people, we go off on white people. I mean we go off because we're trying to regain control of what our ancestors didn't have. Right. No. Or maybe come on. No, I'm just that just gave me a light bulb moment. No, go go ahead. I mean, you know what I'm saying, Richard? Yes. So so how do we continue we have to forgive because that's not only is it of God, it's healthy. Yes. It's healthy. Someone said unforgiveness. And I didn't make this up. I saw it on Facebook. I don't know who posted it. You get your own self-credit. <laughs> but it says unforgiveness is like drinking medicine. I mean, drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Right. Ooh. Yeah, I've like, heard that before. Too. I want to walk around with this anger. But what the article I read in, in, in uh, Psychology Today, it said that People get angry to achieve or to regain control. Also, it says we get angry because we want, we want to satisfy our own sense of justice. Why, Richard, your face. Oh, my God. Y'all can't see it. Richard had, he had a face like somebody just passed gas. I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. I just went. I couldn't get up and leave. I, my stomach was hurting. I hit the bubbles. Sorry, Richard. That's why he made the face. Too much ice cream. Ah, right, don't tell my business. Um, this is tough. It's kind of hard to explain. This. Mm-hmm. Nobody can take control of me unless right. I give unless I give them the control. Is that something that we say, or is that the truth? That's how I live. Okay. I mean, if you're not paying my bills, you're not keeping my family safe, you're not keeping the lights on. That's all on me. How you okay. feel about me, like we talked about earlier, how you feel about me, that's not my business. I don't care. Yeah. I'm still going to be me. I'm going to be Richard when I go to sleep tonight. God willing, I'll be Richard when I wake up in the morning. Well, you, if you're somebody else, that's going to be weird. 
Your girl gonna be like, who in the bed? I'm a twin, so it's always two of us. They gonna be like, who in the bed? Like, what are you doing here? Now, I don't think she into that kind of stuff. She's a good Christian woman. I know her. You do? <laughs> I know a lot of people, baby. Mind your business. Keep going. We're listening to you. Like, like, like I said, I have control of me and only me. I, how people think about me, that's not my business. That's not for me to worry about. That's not my concern. I take care of my friends. I take care of my family. I take care of my boys. Those are the people that whose opinion of me matter. That's that's it. I want us to take a quick break because I, I got to fuss at you about something. Uh-oh. Off the air. I got to fuss at Richard for, uh, for something. Uh, it's really nothing, but it's going to be fun. <laughs> Y'all stay tuned. This is the Race Around Show. They were like, don't mute it, don't mute it. They must have fell and bumped their head. I'm gonna make a change for once in my life. It's gonna feel real good. Gonna make a difference. Gonna make it right. As I turn up the collarbone, my favorite winter coat. This wind is blowing my mind. I see the kids in the street. They're not enough to eat. Who am I to be blind, pretending not to see them? Need? I saw us disregard. A broken bottle top And a one-man soul They follow each other On the wind, you know 
to uh, Paul. <laughs> I'm going to blame it on him because it was me that forgot to unmute some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I was able to hear some stuff. But we didn't say anything bad. Nothing that we said was bad. We were just having some real conversation. Um, we're talking about and, some truths. We were talking about some truths. Yes. yes. And, and, you know, it, it's funny, man, because, you know, we say we don't let people get us angry, but truth of the matter is sometimes we do, you know. And it's we say we don't let people control us. Well, somebody cut you off in traffic, even if you get mad just for a second, they controlled you. San Antonio traffic? Oh, man. Dallas traffic. But here, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I want to talk about this for a second. Forgiving others. Forgiving others. This this is a topic I think is so important. Um, we talked about how we want to satisfy our own sense of justice. But watch this. Forgiveness may feel like you're letting our offender off the hook. Okay, y'all, y'all nod your head. You know they can't, they can't hear you on the radio. Oh, I'm sorry. Right? Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, they can think that. They can think that. They can think that. What does that mean, Richard? That they're getting over because you've forgiven them, yeah. and it gives them a power. So like, yeah, I got one over on somebody. Yeah, it does feel that way. It does feel that way to them. Yeah, and, and, and watch this. Can I say this with, with three strong black men in here? Yes, sir. We feel like we're getting punked. Mm-hmm. Yes. So is that our problem or is it their problem? I, I let them have that victory, and then they realize later on down the line that that karma lady tells them like, no, you didn't actually win, mm-hmm. you actually lost. But if you want to take it as a uh, as a win, go ahead and take it as a win. I haven't matured to that point yet. I'm Thank just you. Be honest. Yeah. I, I'm at the point. I'm still at a point with one particular individual to where I will never wow. let her see me sweat mm-hmm. over over what happened. So long as as one of us outlived the other. Oof. I'm not at that point yet. I should be. Yeah. But I'm not. And I feel like if I do forgive, 
I feel like the offense was egregious enough to where if you're never going to apologize, it's never going to get let go. You know what? It's it's tough. If we if we just tell the truth, it's really tough um, because we're still human. You know, I always tell people there's crockpot hurt and there's microwave hurt. Microwave hurt is you stepped on my tooth. Oh, I'm sorry. And you let it go. Crockpot hurt is you slept with my wife. Crockpot hurt is, you know, you took my position. You know, crockpot hurt is you beat me. You hurt me. You molested me. Mm-hmm. There are people out there that are dealing with a lot of hurt. And what we try to tell people is it's okay. Get over it. Jesus forgives. You got to forgive too. And you got to understand that it's a process. Yes. And like we talked about earlier, we have to tell the truth. We have to be honest. If we keep lying to ourselves, how are we going to get better? You know, and, and Paul, I, I, I applaud you for even admitting that because there's times where I've talked to God in my own prayer closet and I just told the truth. I said, God, I'm not there yet. I want to forgive, but I don't because when I see him, I still want to punch him in the face. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, can we just tell and the I'm truth? Yes. And, and love the Lord. And yes. I will tithe and will give you the shirt off my back, but I haven't forgiven. So, so do, I mean, have y'all ever been, I'm talking about as Christians, as good followers of the Lord. We love Jesus. He heard our cry the whole nine. Yeah. And then we, you ever find yourself seeing people in church that are just upset? Sister Cora still mad at Sister Jenkins yes. for something she did 25 years ago. They fighting at the funerals and, and, you know, you're not my real daddy, so he can't drive. I mean, he can't ride in the family car. You know, you know, sometimes pain is real. Yeah. Pain is real. Yes. Baby, hold on, baby, hold on. Oh, Lord, you done made me think about some stuff. I need the repentacle. Um, you need to do what? Said it. Repentacle. You know, say I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I didn't do some things that, you know, it's in the bottom of my nation. To the Lord. It is. I didn't do some things. I didn't slept with some pastors in my day. Uh-oh. And then sat there and looked their wife in the face like it wasn't nothing. Sister Mayola, why you, why you sharing? Baby, cause this is a good topic. You finally did something right. <laughs> and we need to talk about this. Cause you know what? I was wrong. I was wrong. And plus it wasn't no good. Excuse me, what did, did she, Paul, I'm sorry. Richard, I'm sorry. Sister Man, we got guests. Uh, it wasn't. She's, she's sharing a lot I mean, today. He, he preached good, but that was it. I'm like, baby, what is you doing? I mean, you know, normally, uh, uh, you know, if it don't take longer than an offering, then something's wrong. You know, I expect at least an A and B selection. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, oh, um, we need to move. Forward, um, Sister May. Well, baby, you wanted to talk about it, so I'm talking about it. I just have to tell the truth. I, I, I'm going to shout out to all the pastors over the years that I didn't slept with. No, 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 Sister May. Um, write a letter. That's what we're going to do. We're going to write a letter. We're going because we don't need you. Sis about to write a movie. Uh, what you trying to say? <laughs> a movie. A movie. You think I didn't slept with that many people? Well, I did, but I didn't sleep all the time. Is a miniseries? Is a whole movie? I wasn't sleep all the time. <laughs> Sometimes I just dozed off. I dozed off. I was sleepy, but sometimes I just got dressed because it wasn't nothing there, baby, for real. Oh boy. 
Well, you sure you don't want me to tell the tape because there's some big name pastors now. They wasn't big back then. I was giving them shots. Ah, ha. Okay, okay. I don't know if I need to ask this next question. I'm just going to be quiet. (laughs) No, I mean, all right, go ahead, Richie. What's your question? Don't be scared. Don't be. Baby, what you want? I mean, you all come here, your little tight outfit on and stuff. What you got? You got something. See, you're too young for me. Baby, back in the day, I would have did some things to you. But now I got this hip. And you can't work the hip like you used to. Uh-huh. You, you, you gotta, you know, why are you looking at me like that? You gotta be able to work that hip. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just he's saying. National treasure. Yes, she I, is. I, I, she's, he's, Fort Knox is missing a treasure. National right. treasure. That's what I is, baby. Right. That's what I do. Right. I take you all the way to heaven. Uh-huh. You know what, y'all? We're gonna take a break. We're gonna take a break right now because, uh, with what that was, I don't know. We're we going to take a break. We're going to come back with some soul food in a minute. Y'all keep it locked on the Sorrell Show. A and B selection. <laughs>
Sorrell show. Uh, I want to pause and say thank you to Richard, Richard Murray. Thank you for coming in and, and blessing us. You're welcome, sir. Thank you to Ernestine for calling in and uh, your brother James Brown. James Brown calling in. Um, thank you for Paul for being here and and all the people, Stephanie Collier and and Tim, Smooth Tim and Travis Massey and everyone is watching this Facebook Live and people who are just listening right now. I want to thank you, but. You know, we always want to end the show. Oh, Lord, we want to end the show by just giving God some some praise today, some glory. This is a segment that we call Soul Food. And, I, you know, I, I realize that a lot of people are dealing with pain. A lot of people are dealing with a whole lot of hurt. So there's a scripture that that arrested me, right? You know, we as preachers always say that because it sounds good, but it really did. It's found in Genesis chapter 45. Beginning at verse 1, Genesis chapter 45, and it says, Then Joseph could no longer control himself before all his attendants. And he cried out, Have everyone leave me, leave my presence. So there was no one but Joseph when he made himself known to his brothers. And he wept so loudly that the Egyptians heard him, and Pharaoh's household heard about it. Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still living? But his brothers were not able to answer because they were terrified. Listen to this. At his presence. Hmm. Then Joseph said to his brothers, come close to me. When they had done so, he said, I am your brother Joseph. Watch this. The one you sold into Egypt. And now do not be distressed and do not be angry with yourselves. 
for selling me here because it was to save lives that God sent me. Watch this, y'all, ahead of you. Just for a second, y'all, I just want to encourage you to release the pain. Just to release the pain. You know, I, I oftentimes say that every person you meet is dealing with something. Every person that you, you meet is dealing with some type of storm. They're going through something, even right now. You might not think they are because they're smiling. You might not think they are because they got their their hair done and their nails done. they living good, driving good, but deep down inside, they're hurting. They're hurting because of the fact that life has dealt them a bad hand. I've come to realize that you can still, Paul, be a good person and have bad hands dealt to you. Yes, sir. I found out, Richard, that even in life when you've done the right thing, people can still hurt you. What am I talking about? Here we have the story of Joseph in the Bible. Joseph was the youngest son at this particular time. He had a brother named Benjamin, but at the time when he was sold, he was the youngest son of Jacob. Jacob was a good man. He was a man that we know as Israel. That's where we get the name Israel. When you think about the country Israel, it was Jacob. It was a name that God gave him or an angel gave him after he wrestled with him all night long. But he loved Joseph. Let me say it again. He loved Joseph more than he loved his other sons because he was a, the, the child of his old age. And he made him a coat of many colors. And he was walking around showing everybody, look at me, I got an Armani coat. <laughs> look at me I got Gucci I got Prada I'm looking good I got many many colors on this coat and his brother was like yo they go that dude right there because Joseph not only did he prance around in his blessing but he also bragged about I got a dream way before Dr. King had a dream <laughs> Joseph had a dream and his dream was he's telling everybody one day y'all gonna worship me one day y'all are going to bow down to me one day y'all are going to want to be like me and his brothers got mad and sold him into slavery they put him in a pit as they sat there and ate. And as merchants came by, they, they sold him into slavery for almost 20 years. Almost 20 years, y'all. He was living outside of his family. Now he's in charge of things. He's the man, but he's still hurting. He, he's still hurting. And he these people come to town and he realized, those are my brothers. Those are the people who hurt me. And he played some tricks on him at first, but then God convicted him. And now what we see at this particular time is he's crying. He's because the pain he hasn't revealed to his brothers. I'm no longer that spoiled brat. Mm -hmm. I'm no longer. I, I don't really understand everything you did, but I know God was the one that allowed it to happen. He asked him something that was interesting. He started crying because that, that, that power that's inside of him, that rage, that, that furnace that was burning so brightly inside of him came out and he had it going on. He was second in command, but he still was in pain. Isn't it, isn't it funny how you can have it going on, but you can still have a whole bunch of pain? Mm -hmm. You can have the best car, live in the best zip code, have, um, names or, or what you call it, initials behind your name and in front of your name, but you're still going through something. Yes, sir. But he asked him something that was so interesting. He said, look, I am Joseph, your brother. Is my daddy still alive? That bothered me because I'm like, wow, you could have checked for yourself to see if daddy was still alive. But you know what? It wasn't a big deal to him at that time because he was dealing with his own situations. But now that he had to see his, 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 his accusers, the people who hurt him face to face, is daddy still alive? They asked the question, is daddy still alive? Sometimes, man, we have to be reminded of our connection with people. 
we have to be reminded of, yes, you're my sister. Yes, you're my brother. You hurt me, but we're still family. Mm-hmm. Right now, somebody needs to hold their family. Somebody needs to call their mama. Somebody needs to call their children. Somebody needs to call their brother. Somebody needs to call their daddy and say, you know what? You hurt me, but I still love you because we're family. I know that we're family. No matter what anybody else says, we're still family. And what he did was awesome. He put it back on God because we got to remember that God is a sovereign God. Nothing can happen unless God allows it to happen. Please understand this right here. Nothing can happen unless it first crosses God's sacred desk. Yes. God has to sign off on it. And although we might not understand it, God is still in control. Please understand, just as Joseph was hurting, there's somebody right now that's hurting. But don't give up. Do not give up no matter what you do. Keep fighting because God has you. God still loves you. I want to tell each one of you, thank you right now. Thank you for for just being here. Thank you for blessing us today. Thank you, Richard. Thank you, Paul. Thank you for all the callers and all the people that watched us on Facebook Live. Learn to forgive yourself and also learn to forgive others. I appreciate you for what you've done. I appreciate you for what you continue to do. This is Ray Sorrell. You have been listening to the Ray Sorrell Show. God bless you. Hey, this is Michael. And this is Jill. And I'm Jeremy. Catch our show, the RCDRL Nation Radio Show, every Monday from 7 to 9. On our show, you'll be able to hear about the fast, furious family fun of championship RC drag racing. We will cover the news around the league, including race recaps, new products from our industry sponsors, and more. So don't miss the RCDRL Nation Radio Show every Monday night from 7 to 9 p.m. here on the Fishbowl Radio Network, Blue Stream. Fishbowl Radio Network, FBRN.US. It is your boy, Young Strip, a.k.a. The Mayor, a.k.a. Mr. Las Vegas. And you know I had to go and get the VIP himself, the one and only King Charles. What's poppin', King? Hey, Young Strip, I'm still elated about winning show of the year for King Charles Topic of the Week. What a beautiful night that was, man. I had chills from head to toe, back down and around again, man. We did it, man. My co-host, Renee Greer, Dee Speaks, and Dr. Tanisha Guy, we got show of the year and 2020 is over the hill around the corner and through the valley yeah 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 we finna do some major things in 2020 hey look out for sharky wars in 2020 it's gonna be fabulous this keeps me going on those days when i feel like giving up fire
that my God is a healer. Yes, he is. And I believe that I will survive. Oh, I, I believe that God is able. Oh, I believe I know it is already done. The word tells us that if any two of us shall agree on anything on earth, that God will do it for us in heaven. And I know sometimes life has a way of knocking you down to the point where you can't even pray for yourself. But today, I want to agree with you that it's getting ready to get better. And right now, we are giving your problems an expiration date. And we're saying it's over. That you've been crying long enough. That you've been worried long enough. That you've been struggling long enough. And I believe that God's going to do it for you. Fire, take it up. Gonna get back. 